Welcome to the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Welcome to ITSB Magazine. You're listening to a new The Changemaking Podcast with Chloe Mestagi. Each episode will introduce an area of technology that needs work and highlight the changemakers working on it. Join Chloe and guests as they tap into their passion about equity and rights for all. Knowledge is power, now more than ever. another episode of the Changemaking Podcast on ITSP Magazine. My name is Chloe Mistagi, your host, and today I have a wonderful guest named Angela Morafino, who is the co-founder of the Hacker Book Club. Angela, welcome. Hi, Chloe. Thanks for having me. Well, it's lovely to have you, as always, on everything. <laughs> um, let's dive first into what is the Hacker Book Club? Yeah, so it's a group of individuals who we meet virtually um, to read books written by hackers in the community or about hackers. Um, and a lot of them are focused for hackers. Hence, I think why the name um, was created, correct me if I'm wrong, um, as you were the original founder. Uh, but we also right, have transitioned into some sci-fi and uh, some of our books are very technical to not so technical. So some of them have hands-on labs that you can work through as well. And we discuss all of it. And what, you know, what, how does the community work with each other? Do you guys have a discord, a Slack? We do have a discord. We started on Goodreads. um, And so there's a lot of, and I'll share this resource with you, but a lot of our past books are there where you can see kind of the catalog of what we've read, what we're going to read and what we may or may not read, just interests. Um, and then we transition to Discord to continue the meetings where people don't necessarily feel obligated to um, show video after a long day. We typically meet in the evenings. So um, it's just uh, really laid back and you know all the communications are there on Discord and then um, we just joined a voice channel. Do you ever have members that come and join, but they haven't read the part of the book they were supposed to? Absolutely. And I encourage that. I encourage that so much. There's so many times where people will reach out to me and say, I'm sorry, I haven't read this week or this month, or I didn't read as much as I wanted to. Um, We don't put any guidelines. We don't say like, okay, we're going to read chapters one through three. Now we have in the past, but we're not going to do that anymore. So we don't do like one through three this time and then three through whatever the next time, four through, you know, something. And then, um, it's very laid back and fluid. So if you haven't read, please join. Like I encourage everyone to come anyway. My hope is that, and I'm not quizzing anybody or anything, right? So my hope is that you will hear something that sparks your interest and you'll want to read the book in the future if you haven't already, or you can come and get an idea of what the book's about and know that it's not for you. So either way, right, you'll probably learn something new and you can decide, right, whether, wow, I really need to dig into that book when I get the chance or okay not for me (laughs) um was there any books that in particular that the community really enjoyed reading oh my gosh i'm pretty sure they enjoy all of them chloe because i hand pick the list all right but (laughs) um i know we did oh we did the entire tribe of hackers series and that was a blast and we got great feedback on that because not only and we, we tried to incorporate having the authors um, 
from each one of our books when we can, when it's not someone too famous um, to acknowledge, right. That like our little group wants to have them come speak, but um, we try to have the authors on one meeting per book. So that's great. Cause we got to have Marcus Carey and Jennifer Jen join. But for those, if you haven't read the tribe of hackers books um, there's contributors throughout the entire book who answer important questions based on which book it is. So like, red team or blue team, right? Offensive or defensive security. Uh, professionals in the industry answered the questions that Marcus and Jennifer um, submitted for them. And you can, you know, get a different answer for every question and, and kind of flip through that way. But we got to have the contributors on as well. So it was very, um, very interesting and in, um, engaging for our readers. So I think that that was a hit. And then we also did... Um, Cult of the Dead Cow by Joseph Men, which is just a blast. And, and you know, th those people are just phenomenal. We had some really great conversations. Um, I want to point out that we don't record our meetings so that anyone can, you know, voice their opinion openly and uh, feel comfortable doing so. So <laughs> we don't have record of it, but th that was a blast. I definitely remember the Cult of the Dead Cow. <laughs> yeah. That was that was great. Talk about like one of those things where you wish you could record it and like rewatch it because it was, it was just a lot of fun. So that much was, fun. It was a lot of fun. And the tribe of hackers one, um, just getting all those different people in the room. Um, well, and by room, I mean in the virtual space mm -hmm. um, and just talking about a little bit more, exploring a little bit of what they, they wrote and right. why they're in the space. Um, would you say that some of the community members have learned a lot more um, beyond the pages of the book when they have the writer attend? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love having the writer attend because not only do you get to ask questions, like if you've, if you've read enough um, up to the point where you can ask questions, sometimes, right, we just start the book and there's not really questions to ask um, yet about the story or whatever, the content. Um, we at least get insight on you know, what, what was that process like? Because we have members and I know myself for myself, right. I'm interested in like, just in general, like what is the process of writing some type of security or tech content, tech, <laughs> tech type book? Um, what does that look like? So for everyone, it's different. Uh, and everyone, you know, has their own ways of doing it and, and things that, struggles you know struggles that they have along the way and like time that it takes and all of those questions um so that is something you can ask every single person and and see what they say and get a different answer which is so cool to see um and also right where they got their inspiration um which isn't necessarily always in the book uh that could be left out maybe it's in an introduction but you never know so getting to see that and then side stories from you know you, you may ask a question on i really like this quote and they'll just tell you oh well that came from this story and then you get to hear all these background stories about you know they were in another country and met a person and it, it could just be anything um so it's just so much more in-depth and, and really cool um not to mention like built-in resources that you can also get because a lot of the times uh they'll reference other things and, and we, we can jot down like websites or other books to refer to while reading this book and then you just go down a rabbit hole of like content which is really awesome and we all you know we all love to do that definitely on that front i think that's that's the hacker community and culture it's right. just going down that rabbit hole and see how far can this go yeah um would you say that 
that for most of the people that have been attending the, the book club, for them, this is kind of like a passion thing that they have on the side, or do you think it's kind of more of like, I want to be better at my job? Both. Um, and I think it helps that we try to post the list of books we're going to read for the year because everyone's busy and I don't expect anyone to show up to every meeting um, or every month for that matter. I have people that do and they're really awesome and I love them for that. Um, but other than me, I don't expect anyone to be there every time just because life and work and responsibilities. Um, so they're able to kind of pick, right? Like, okay, this month it's a sci-fi book. I don't necessarily have to, like, there may not be something I can take away from this book for my job, but maybe the next one is focused on managing risk or something like that. And you know that that will directly relate. And so they can kind of choose, right? Um, and plan ahead. I'll have people say, I'm busy this month with a project and I'll see you next month. And I'm like, that's great. Perfect. See you then. Um, so absolutely. And, you know, also having the author there, right. And asking insight into, um, like maybe some type of, um, what would you call it? I don't know. Like, uh, we recently, we recently read, um, a, a book that had a chapter by Sunil Yu and he was able to answer questions on a defense matrix that he's created and how that aligns with specific roles in a company and specific like industries and how that can change based on what you know what kind of customer you have or who you're working with so you know that question isn't necessarily answered in that one chapter um and i think the person specifically who asked those questions was able to say okay now i know like i can or can't use this for this purpose which is really awesome yeah when you look back at basically throughout the hacker book club was there a particular moment that stood out for you and it drives you still to this day to continue the book club and to keep it growing. I want to say, I want to say there were two, well, two together. And I, and one is, one is having two of those tribe of hackers books back to back. And I think we talked about this recently is like the difference between the offensive security red teaming folks that joined and the difference between the conversation in the that one and the blue team defensive folks that joined and just like seeing how different those conversations were but realizing that they're all equally important and that we should be having these conversations um i think that was super impactful and just seeing like okay how can we how can we keep these conversations going but get all sides you know seen and so it's really cool to bring in people from specific roles but have the readers be the same right so like <laughs> readers get to ask the same questions and see like what what's going on is, is that like more of an influence on you know is that a role I would want or what kind of thought process do I need to like succeed in, in x y or z role um, and just knowing like what the members can gain from those kinds of conversations the other was we did a conversation around a book called Raven um, by Sue Lowe, which is geared towards young adults and was written in hopes of getting more interest um, in cybersecurity by the younger crowd who may not, right, like know what they're going to 
go to school for college for, or what their career path might be with or without college. Um, and so we brought on some, um, teens to, to come join, uh, those meetings specifically. And they got to ask the author, authors questions and talk about follow-up, um, books that may be written and just like really, you know, learn more about what is it like to have a role like that. And, and that was super impactful to know that, right. This isn't just a conversation for cybersecurity and technology professionals. It's, it's for everyone. Um, these books are for anyone who's interested in it. It doesn't matter what age, race, gender you are. It's, it's, it's reading, you know, and reading is fun and reading is um, important and just continuing to broaden everyone's horizons. So when it comes to the authors that attend the club, um, how often do they attend? Do they attend like weekly or is it like once um, a whole month? Yeah. So we've been meeting twice a month. Um, originally, we would have the author on the first meeting of the series. So once a month, we would have the author. And then the next meeting, we would talk more about the meat of the book itself. Um, it can fluctuate based on whether or not there are multiple authors. So if there are multiple authors, we may have different people at, at each meeting. Um, and that's great because then you get to speak to someone new and each time we'll have a guest. Um, and then like for the case of the Tribe of Hackers books, right? Like there were contributors that weren't necessarily authored and they got to come on. Same with Cult of the Dead Cow, right? Um, the members of the Cult of the Dead Cow came as well as the author, uh, and, you know, Joe kind of brought them along. So I was super grateful for that. But um, a new announcement is that we're starting a podcast for the Hacker Book Club. So the goal is to dedicate both meetings per month to the book. And then once we complete the book to have the author on the podcast um, and bring on members who are super passionate about that specific book or really have more burning questions on what they read. Um, and to bring them on to the podcast. And so kind of separating it out, but making it hopefully more effective as far as the order in which we schedule the author and, and let everyone read uh, ahead of time. So it seems like it's growing significantly in a sense. You have a Discord, you have a podcast, you're on Goodreads. Is there going to be a website eventually? Oh my gosh, I don't know. <laughs> you want to help me with it? I am more than happy to help <laughs> you on it. I thought about it because every time I share the information, I'm like, okay, here's our Goodreads that we used. And now here's our Discord and here's some books. But yeah, there's definitely a need for it. Yeah, happy to help anytime on that. <laughs> Any way to help. I mean, like, I think originally the whole Hacker Book Club, the idea was just the fact that there's so many of us in the community that like to read books. Mm -hmm. And like finding a club where, you know, people in the community get connected with the authors and gain a different perspective of what's within the pages. Um, that That's inspiring for people. And also for them to learn a little bit more about what's behind the scenes and, and ask the questions. Cause I mean, I think about Angela, you and I, whenever we read some book, we have questions like, Oh man, the author didn't talk about this, but now right. I'm curious, why didn't the author talk about this subject? Yeah. Or, or why, why do they have this specific view on this right? thing? Um, I think, uh, 
one of the things is not only are you like not only are you reading the book and you're like okay i've got these takeaways from this book but it's also kind of networking because these are industry professionals for the most like i don't think any of them have just been like an author that is an author in life like these are industry professionals and so you're also making that connection uh, and most of the time they're like reach out to me if you have any additional questions or connect with me on LinkedIn or whatever social media platform. And you've made, you know, a contact, which may, you may remember that or any follow-up communications you may have with them. Maybe they go on to be one of your mentors or um, you just remember it even longer. And so like it can have a bigger impact. Yeah, exactly. And, And hopefully it also inspires folks that are attending these meetings to even consider themselves writing a book. Mm-hmm. or Absolutely. contributing two books. I mean, that's the one thing I love about the hacker community is that the more you you participate in it, um, you know, more doors tend to open and opportunities such as like writing a chapter. Yeah, for, for people who are interested in writing a book, right, and may or may not know that they're interested in it and get interested in it after talking to some of these authors, um, the last, the last, again, like I mentioned before, right, resources are shared during these communications and we have a side chat and we're like, oh, put the link in there during the call, right? So um, there's a lot of resource sharing. We had the last, this, this month's book was Modern Cybersecurity Tales from the Near Distant Future, which had a lot of contributors, those being Sunil Yu, Caroline Wong, many others, but um, Mark Miller is the person who put it all kind of put it all together and and facilitated that um and so he came on the first he came on the first call and you know towards the end right he he was like look i look forward to hearing stories of you all's in the future and here's some resources if you want to do that so apparently you could go on to like um i think it's under uh what is it it's like audible audible it's under audible, but it's not audiobooks or something similar, something similar. Maybe just don't quote me on that part, but there's a place you can go to get a book made for free. Um, like Amazon will publish the book for you. So you like, you don't even need to like convince someone that your idea is good. <laughs> you just, you know, you just need to know the places to go to get the things done. I think, you know, they end up like keeping a portion of the proceeds of the sales if you end up selling any books. But like, I'm assuming that most of us aren't doing this for money and want to write, share knowledge. And so like, there's just tons of resources. And, and once you know the right ones, you can effectively go out and do the thing. Yeah. You don't have to worry about royalties either, which right. is great. I mean, self-publishing <laughs> gives you like, basically you could do whatever you want to do. Yeah. And not worry. Just don't, you know, plagiarize but i mean like right pretty much it which helps in some ways for those that you know are feeling a little insecure about going to a publisher or even approaching a publisher it's a lot of work 100 percent. yep but it's just like anything else right is sharing that knowledge and and you know maybe it's got some opinions in it voicing your opinion on maybe things that people haven't traditionally um been brave enough to do uh it can start a whirlwind and you can get tons of support and also um you can share that right so if you say if if someone's like hey what have you been working on you say well i did this whole thing and that's you know that's just like anything else right like here's my github here's my whatever my website i created or whatever it may be it's just another piece of the puzzle of um 
showing that you're passionate about something. So I know that not only do you do books and now podcasts, but also there's a watch party. Do you want to share a little bit about that? I love doing the watch parties. So um, typically, and I like to call them side quests sometimes because why not? Um, Typically like this month of March 2022, there's many Tuesdays. We usually meet on Tuesday. (laughs) There's many Tuesdays this month, like four of them. So uh, I try to stick to the two meetings a month. I don't want people to get burnt out. Um, and, I, and I know we're all already on calls uh, most of the time anyway for work. So I try to do like a, a Friday watch party. Um, if, for example, there's something we've been watch, uh, been reading that has a theme or it's been made into a movie, um, in the off time, I'll say, hey, let's have a watch party on this Friday or Saturday, whatever works best for most members. Uh, and we'll just do that. And then we'll chat about it. And sometimes everyone watches at the same time. Sometimes, you know, you can watch it in your own time and then we can come back and just like talk in the chat or ha- spin up a quick meeting out of nowhere, ad hoc meeting. Um, and it's just a lot of fun. Last year, we did it for June and July. And we just had like a summer break. And so we didn't read anything. And we just watched like sneakers and hackers and whatever else. And so, you know, I typically let people vote and see what the consensus is, but it's a lot of fun. I mean, there's always something out there that we can kind of, um, you know, relate to what we're reading. Um, But since we've gotten into like sci-fi, like this year we're doing, we're going to read Ready Player One um, in a couple months. And so that's obviously already a movie. Uh, So, you know, I'll, I'll definitely be having that come up at that time. So it's, it's so much fun. So what other books are, are you going to be reading for the rest of this year for those that may want to join at some point soon? Sure. Let me just pull up the list. So I know our next book is Crypto by Daniel Levy. And then I do believe we go into the Ready Player Ones. Sorry, I'm just trying to pull up the list. So. Okay, so we started the year off with Kingpin by Kevin Poulsen. Then we did Modern Cybersecurity, Tales from the Near Distant Future. Um, Crypto, How the Code Rebels Beat the Government um, by Stephen Levy. Then May and June are Ready Player One and Ready Player Two by Ernest Klein. So that'll be cool. I kind of love getting, like in the Trevor Hackers situation, you just really get in the mindset of like, I'm digging into this for like a little bit. And that's fun. Um, The Cuckoo's Egg by Cliff Stoll is July. A lot of people have read that already. And a lot of people are interested in reading it who haven't. Um, It's been on my list. So super looking forward to that. August is the Cybersecurity Career Guide by Alyssa Miller, which is brand new. I'm super looking forward to that conversation. Love chatting with her. I know it's going to be invaluable. And I wish that that had existed three years ago when I was trying to get into cybersecurity, but it's neither here nor there. (laughs) September and October, uh, The Circle and The Every by Dave Eggers, which um, I know The Circle is already a movie too, so we can definitely have like a side side watch party for that. Um, And then November and December, so we're doing different something different there. Um, We're reading Reem D by Neil Stevenson, and that's huge. It's a huge book. Like, I don't even know if November and December is enough time to... uh, read the whole thing so maybe that will drag over into january but um you know neil stevenson is awesome and, and we read some of his work last year too and it was well received so should end the year at a, on a fun note there well definitely count me in for the circle watch party yes i'm a okay. big fan of emma watson yes me so. too i love her <laughs> who doesn't if i could incorporate like just 
every every Emma Watson thing I would do that but <laughs> I don't think Beauty and the Beast is like on this list so no well then I guess you have to start another book club <laughs> I got, yeah 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 that's Emma yep. Watson related which has viewing um so angela how can people join if they want to join yeah so we have a discord is the main place to be as far as chats meeting updates whatnot um i will i'm assuming you have links um to this conversation so we'll link it there but we also have a twitter account so our twitter is at hacker book club underscore um it was different but i got locked out of the old one so it is hacker book club underscore and it it says thbc official so that's the one i post about when um meetings are coming up and uh (laughs) try to tag the authors and get some conversation going there too so um really those are the places to be if you are interested we can also share a link to the goodreads so you can see um kind of like what was uh, read in the past but like chloe mentioned looks like we're going to have a website in the future so stay tuned for what that will be yeah because you know it now needs a website at this i know point. it has to have one we can't be relying on good rates anymore. i know Mm-mm. no we don't we don't <laughs> still there so um, how, how what's the process of picking the books and movies for you so there's a couple things. Um, <laughs> there's a couple things, right? So one, I think the first thing I do is try to pay attention to people in our industry who have announced that they're writing a book or that a book they've written is about to be released. Um, because that's, you know, I want to talk to them. Um, if I've already, you know, if they're already in my network, I'm like, yes, let's do it. Um, I want to support them and I, I want to make sure that everybody, you know, gets to ask some questions and, and, and share the excitement of, of the book coming out. Um, next is, are there books on my backlist that like I've been wanting to read that I already have that we can add to the list? So that's another one because I have a problem buying books. Like I will just continue to buy books. I bought like already like 10 books this year that like could be on the list but we already have a list for this year so next year it's great um so some of its personal preference others is i like to pull the um, members too and see like well we have we have a um we have a shared like shared list of like does anybody want to recommend any like book recommendations so people throw stuff in there all the time and i try to keep an eye on it to know okay in the future we can do this one um so people throw them in there and then i'll just ask like hey these are five ideas i have which ones do you like or like more than others and or none of them right (laughs) and so i try to let everybody have a say in what they want to read well i i like that approach that's a good approach it's a roundtable approach in a Mm -hmm. sense yeah um, what is a couple of things that you hope for, for the near future for the hacker book club and how can people help you get there? I think sharing I've, it's funny because there are people that I know, know about the book club, but I, I don't think they've ever joined a meeting, but it's still 
cool that they know that it exists because then if they meet someone who like loves books but don't doesn't know about the <laughs> doesn't know about our group they can just tell them um i've had people say i know this is weird but like and and we like it'll be an introductory call i know this is weird but don't you run a book club <laughs> i'm like yeah that's me but i know they've never like they might follow us but they've never been or like we hadn't really talked and it's just really cute and i love it um because people do know about it. Um, I want people to attend. And I think a lot of the um, hesitation, like we mentioned earlier, is committing to like having read, read the book or like ha having access to buy these books. Like um, don't ever feel like you have to. Um, this is, I, I know there are like, there are like services out there that will give you like 15 minute overview of a book. Like you could come for one hour twice a month and get a better right like overview than that and you don't have to read either um <laughs> so like i totally support people just coming in and lurking in and people are like i don't want to lurk i'm like why come lurk i don't ever like call people out if i know that they don't like speak up frequently or they don't come every meeting um people i know i will say hey what do you think um but definitely feel free to stay silent lurk in the background learn something if you like it cool come back if you don't that's okay um but yeah, just sharing it. I usually tweet uh, about when the meetings are. So like retweeting that, you know, takes like one second and you don't even have to really say much about it. Um, but yeah. And then when we start um, interviewing authors on the podcast, I think that's going to help a lot. Um, it'll be more structured in the way that the author gets to talk. And I think that'll help uh, grow the grow the group. I mean, we have like over 600 followers. But the meetings are typically rather small, which is kind of nice because it's kind of personal and um, I don't know. Very, we just keep it laid back. It doesn't get doesn't get too crowded. There aren't people speaking over people. Um, everybody's pretty. Everybody's very like um, courteous and and it's just fun. It's just laid back and fun. This is the one thing that like you know me and and also similar to you. We take on a lot of things and a lot of times there's there, there's going to be things we have to say, I, I can't, um, I have to say no to, we've already got too many commitments, but this is the one thing that you, I know you've heard me say, I will not give up <laughs> because I love it too much <laughs> is the book club. And so everybody knows and, and people will say like, what are you doing Tuesday? And I'm like, don't talk to me. I got plans. I have a book club. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's important think, to me. Yeah. It's also, it's great timing also because with the pandemic, it was a way to connect with people around the world in a way that we're all stuck at home, but you know what, let's escape together into a book. A hundred percent. And that, that really helps a lot. I think when it was first starting, you know, I was like so excited for the Hacker Book Club because I was like, oh, finally I get to read a book and I have, <laughs> yeah. it's a requirement. So I get to finally actually read something for once. Yes. Um, yeah. Like I will, you, yeah. I will admit like I had, like, I've always loved books, but I definitely hadn't been reading many, any, anything that like I wasn't required to read for a while until the pandemic. Um and I like really enjoyed the break from screens and I know we can yeah. all familiarize with that, but, or relate to that, but you know, it, it's like, sometimes I'll have the audiobook because I know that there's other things that I need to do, or I'll be driving a lot that month or whatever. Um, and I, I'll pair it up and, and like do both, but as much as I can, I try to get the hard copy and, and take that time for like my eyes and my sanity to <laughs> look at something other than a digital display. Yeah, I would always do either um, 
I would do it on my, like a, on a tablet. Yeah. If it's not on a tablet, I would go to a, a library. And yeah. if they don't have the book, then I'll find like a used copy or a new copy, depending. But if I get a new copy, I always want to get the signature of the writer. So yes. some of the people that have attended the book club have sent me signed copies, which is excellent because I have like a signed shelf. That's awesome. On my bookcase. But it's it's nice to see it grow and like seeing all these other bookworms that exist. Yeah, I call myself a bookworm. I there I take pride. That's with that. the phrase. Yeah, that's it the phrase. It's a pride. Yeah. It's a good um, thing. Yeah, it's nice to just get away from movies and just open a book. I mean, yeah. something about that. Um, it's very peaceful, very zen, and it transport you to another place. Um, have you ever done Blinkist? No. And I don't know how I feel about it. Have you? Yes. What do you think? Okay. So I wanted to test it out too, because as an avid book lover, I have to make sure that it is close to the actual book. Uh So I did my first book on Blinkist was a book I've already read. Um, And then I, I was actually pleasantly surprised. Okay how good it was. Okay. It was like, it took away all the main thoughts. Of course, it doesn't get into the, the gritty details that you find between the, the text, you know, mm-hmm. um, or like the little hidden things. You don't really get that, but it's kind of like spark notes in a sense for books. Right. So, I it's mean, it's not free, is it? Uh, I don't think so. I think like there's like a trial that's like free, but then, uh-huh. And then you pay for like an annual subscription. And that has become my favorite app because uh, like you shared earlier, like I think you and I were were similar in the sense that we take on a lot of projects and we like to complete them. Yes. And and then there's some projects that is just endless uh, where it doesn't end. And you're like, I need to find more time to learn new things. And so I find Blinkist to be helpful because I get to quickly get through books um, where I don't usually have time. So instead of, me being able to read one book a week. Now it's like I can have several books within a week mm-hmm. on a certain topic. So it helps me in a sense, like learn new things in a faster pace. Of course, I still recommend reading the books. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And and like you, I, I try to like, right, get used books or the library. Like I forget because I I got a library card where I live now right before the pandemic started. And I was like, yes, I'm going to go to the library. And then the library is closed. And and then, so I didn't use them. And then I forgot about them. And uh, it's like, man, I'm buying a lot of books. And I was like, oh, right. Because I forgot that the library exists, um, which I think yeah. happens sometimes. So, but they do surprisingly have a lot of technology and cybersecurity books. Um, even if you think that they might not have them, I would definitely check there first. Yeah, I was surprised how many cybersecurity books there are at the library. You just have to search. Of course, like, you know, we live in two big cities. So, I mean, like we have kind of more of a selection. Right. I can imagine. But <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. I think there's a also an app where, is it called Overdrive? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Where you can basically rent books at, well, it's like borrowing like a library, but from different libraries around the area to find yeah. the book that you want to read on your tablet. Yeah. And for like the audiobooks, I have Audible, which obviously I pay for, but I get a specific amount of credits per month. Um, but it's usually like one is enough for one book that I want to 
read and then i think you can trade in old ones to get a credit back so you know if i don't want to keep it then i you know i read it and then just return it and then you get your credit back and it's it's very cool that's great um well angela thank you so much for chatting with me about the hacker book club and for everyone who is interested the links will be below this episode um, and if you have any questions at all feel free to reach out to her um, she does answer her dms <laughs> and yeah thank you angela so much for taking on this book club and seeing it grow and and you know really continue to deliver and build out a community of you know supporting for for book lovers and in infosec and those are interested in it it, it looks and it it's just amazing overall thank you chloe and as the person who founded it i'm so uh grateful for you to trust and trust me with your your book club so happy to take it on you know i feel passionately about it and i'm super excited to see how it grows with the future itsp magazine podcast so thank you for having me and, and for talking about it yeah. anytime all right we hope you enjoyed this episode of the change making podcast with chloe mestagi if you learned something new and this podcast made you think, then share ITSPmagazine.com with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company and wish to associate your brand with our conversations, sponsor one or more of our podcast channels. We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey. You can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society.